Hi, I'm Elise. I'm Matt, and welcome to Pod Wraiths, a Star Trek Deep Space Nine podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we're two friends watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine and sharing both our deep and irreverent thoughts on our favorite Star Trek series. This week, we're talking about Season 4, Episode 20, Shattered Mirror, teleplay by Ira Stephen Bear and Hans Beemler, and directed by James L. Conway. Shattered Mirror aired on April 22nd, 1996. This week on Deep Space Nine, Professor Jennifer Sisko uses Jake to lure Sisko to the Mirror Universe to help the Rebels build another starship, Defiant. Um, this is not really related to the plot of this episode, but I felt like everything Garrick was saying in this episode was a euphemism for something. <laughs> that was like probably my favorite bit of the episode when when Garrick was like, I'm very careful about what I put in my body or whatever what I eat or whatever he said. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> but Garrick, uh, which is the truth. So especially the lies. So I'm gonna just first say that I'm like pretty much over Mary Universe episodes at this point. Um I'm also over Jake Jake's dead mom stories. Is that mean of me? I don't know. Um this isn't like a horrible episode, it's just like I'm over it. Um, I also want to say that taking advantage of Jake wanting to meet Jennifer because she is looking identical to his mother feels so insidious to me. Um, I know that's like the intention and this episode's supposed to be darker. Um, but like having to go through just Jennifer's death again is just like, I can't. <laughs> it's too much yeah. for me. And this is the final time we see her because it's Felicia M. Bell's um, last episode as Jennifer Sisko on this show. I mean, at least maybe because of that, they realize that they've taken this as about as far as they can go. Right. Because everything's up to date in Kansas City. We've gone it's... about as far as they can go. Sorry, a little <clears throat> Oklahoma aside. You're fine. Um, the Sorry, if I clear my throat, Everyone, I had COVID this past week, so, like, I'm feeling better, yay, and I'm COVID negative, but, like, you know, still have a little throat tickle. <clears throat> that being said, um, I was really surprised to read that, like, a lot of people that were involved in making this episode, like, lo- like really liked this episode. Um, Kira, or, sorry, Nana Visitor really liked it, the, everyone that worked on it, and I was just, like... It was just not like I just felt so divorced from from those feelings. Yeah, I I'm trying to no 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 trying to be overly positive or like toxically <laughs> positive, but I didn't really like this episode either. Like it, I would have been fine skipping it to be honest. Like I mean, yeah. again, we're not going we're not going to, but it's like it's even funny. I the had bat- the same thought though. <laughs> So maybe we should have had a conversation about that. <laughs> uh, I'm teasing. <laughs> no, it's it's just like we talked, I think, back in, in crossover about a forewarning that like every time DS9 went back to the mirror universe, it was definitely um diminishing returns. Yes. And like I'm like really feeling it here and like I think the whole plot with, like, the Terran rebels against the, like, you know, the Alliance and, like, 
I don't know. It's like they're trying to do campy Star Wars and like intentional camp. Yeah. Really works for me. And it's just like everything's so cartoonish. But then yes. as I was like putting that in the notes, it was like, hell, I've watched cartoons that are better than this. So, yeah, like, there were there were a lot of Star Wars things about it, I thought, as well. But like bad Star Wars. Like, yeah, it was like. I mean, Worf saying, like, I'll deal with them myself. I don't know if that's, like, that's Darth Vader, but it's also Thanos now. Um, yeah. Like, in one of one of those, uh, I don't know if it was in the Guardians, um, like, the first Guardians movie, like, one of the, like, at the end credit scenes or whatever, like, they have mm-hmm. Thanos being like, I'll deal with them myself. Oh, it was on one of them. Um, but yeah, and also, like, Garrick was very Princess Leia-ish, um, in her, like, being, in his being chained up the whole time. Um, Chain, 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 (laughs) chain of Garrick's. Okay, so, next time, that reminds me, we should have just watched the movie The Commitments instead. Um, Colmini is in that, that is the connection, but they, like, are this, like, soul band, and I think they sing that song at one point. Um, one new thing is compared to the previous, um, Mirror Universe episodes, this is the first time we get Mirror Wharf, which, like, is kind of funny because I feel like we've both read books where we've gotten Mirror Wharf before, um, thinking specifically about the book that you, um, gave me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He was not in crossover because he was doing some TNG recording, uh, filming, rather, and all of his lines were given to Garrick in that episode, which I don't remember if we talked about. We might have. And the other thing that is interesting is we learn that Mirror Jake does not exist because Jennifer and Ben never had a son or a kid. But, like, yeah. also, who cares? <laughs> right like and i I guess think like just jumping back to what you said about like you know the cast liking it and like being into it or whatever like i wonder how much of that is a result of them getting to play different versions of like their characters like it's you're doing your day job but like you're doing it a little bit differently um you know what i mean you're gonna have some some fun with it not that you know, just something different. So I wonder yeah. how much that that influences their perception of it versus like our perception of it. Yeah, um, that's fair. The Deep Space Nine companion, as relayed to us by Memory Alpha, I'm still trying to track down a copy of that, but they're always so bloody expensive because it's out of print and been out of print for a long time. Um, it states that. Each of the actors that portray Mirror Universe counterparts have their own distinct interpretations of the differences between their Prime Universe character and their Mirror character. Um, Nana says of the Intendant, She and Kira are exactly the same person, but the Intendant's ego has been warped so that everything that Kira would do for her people, the Intendant does for herself. She's self-serving with a capital S. Alexander Siddiq says of his Mirror (laughs) Universe counterpart, I wanted to be the inverse of Dr. Bashir, like a doppelganger, the animus to his anima. Bashir wouldn't hurt a fly, and this guy's unstable, difficult, and stupid. And he also looks 
He also looks haggard as fuck, and Julian's always so well put together. So I'm yeah. gonna throw my own uh, comments in this section. There apparently. you go. Julian's just hot, and uh, <laughs> you know, Julian's dirty hot. Um, I didn't even find him dirty hot, to be honest. <laughs> that's what they're going for with with, with yes, uh, that is mitigating or like um, unsure results. I mean, I'm gonna fully blame the wig. uh cole meanie says a smiley i picture him as a bit dirtier and scuzzier than the regular o'brien just because of what he's had to go through he's a trickster and there's some there's something sort of seedy about him miles on the other hand is as straight as an arrow (laughs) and finally aaron eisenberg rest in peace says of nog he's obnoxious and rude so i played him like an edgy quark (laughs) i i i do kind of love that actually um that part aaron kind of worked for me the rest of them didn't i mean yeah smiley smiley you know he kind of talks in riddles uh it's so funny though when like mir nog and jake are talking it's like oh we're friends in the other you know we used to come here and blah 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 and and nog's like okay why do i care because <laughs> like early on so much of it was uh that's how um first so for in the first crossover um prime bashir convinced smiley to help them because he's like oh my miles is chief of operations <laughs> um another fun fact while we talk about aaron before we we move on he's a, was a was a martial artist and did his own stunts for this episode oh i did not know that that's really cool so I do find the episode is kind of broken up into our rebels and we get a little insight into the alliance which <clears throat> if I'm being completely honest, are completely ridiculous and incompetent without their intendant, Kira. Um, I found them not menacing at all. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I did enjoy Regent Worf's long, beautiful hair, but, like, he was definitely very different and sillier than our Worf. Um, Garrick is very similar, I do think, in the... Um, in the two universes. He's just like, how do I get out of this current situation that I'm in? Um, <laughs> Worf at one point thinks that Garrick has like stolen the, the key to his like chains. And he apparently searched him three times, but still accuses him of like now swallowing it. And so he stabs him. I'm like, are you going to cut his belly open to like find it? And then the, like, doofus next to him is like, oh, sorry, found it. And then it's just, like, very, they're just so incompetent. So you know who the doofus was? I forget. I, I know what I so should that, know. Yeah, so that was, well, I mean, you might not. It's That was Mira de Gore. De Gore, folks, might remember from House of Quark. He's the villain. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't yeah, really remember. So, so was he, um, what's-her-face's husband or something or ex-husband no he was the one trying to steal her estate and like oh because her husband died right yeah 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 sorry to grilka for for forgetting your name for two seconds but oh okay so the exact line that garrick says is i'm very particular about what i eat and i was just like okay buddy (laughs) (laughs) um so on the rebel side we basically have just to go through it real quick Jennifer Sisko shows up to visit Benjamin, and Jake is very excited to meet her. 
And it's a big deal for Jake because this woman is literally another version of your mom. Um, yeah. I do. And then <clears throat> Jennifer basically steals Jake back to the mirror universe. And he's going to take, uh, Cisco's going to take Kira and O'Brien with him to get Jake back. But when he shows up in the mirror universe, Smiley's like, yeah, your buddies are not invited. Sorry. <laughs> only, only for you. Only you can come. Um, and so I just, we... I just, sorry, just to, no. to jump in there. You're fine. <laughs> this is another thing that I kind of hate about returning to and returning to and returning to these Mirror Universe episodes. It like in the original in Mirror Mirror, there was it was like this f- freak accident that happened for the first crossover. Yes. In crossover, it was a, like a version of the freak accident with the wormhole, right? And then now. We're just like literally hand waving away and yada 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 throwing like yeah. how to go there. You just wave a fucking thing over. Yeah, sorry, part, it's like wave a it's thing like a over the. Tra- it looks like a fucking um, hilt from a lightsaber. Actually, yeah, it's just <clears> like, <throat> and it, and it's made a point. And then like, this is probably a weird nitpick, but whatever. That's why we're here. <laughs> I feel like they, this is the episode where we're gonna pick all of our nits, and that's fine. They like. Makes oh well you can't go back over a transporter now because we fixed fixed them after the first crossover now and it's just the fact that like they're literally hand waving it away like yeah 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 it's fine it's like at least slingshot around the sun or something <laughs> okay that's really funny um... although it's a weird line to draw because it's like I'm fine with that as a way of time travel but it's just <laughs> yeah. I think, like, Mirror Universe, you're already suspending so much disbelief that, like, it's just too much, maybe. They're asking yeah. too much of us, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> um, so we're we're led to believe that last time they met up, Smiley secretly downloaded a bunch of information that out of nowhere about... Um, just off screen! Pri- yeah, about the Prime <laughs> Universe and knows about the USS Defiant, but they built it and have whatever similar problems... I don't recall the deep the deep space nine like defiant problems like if that was something that was solved like prior to them actually getting deep uh, to the defiant or if there was an episode where they fixed something on it don't remember. Um, it was but- mostly a little bit before like I think they might have dealt with it a bit but like the whole thing was Cisco before Deep Space Nine was like working at the shipyards and like helping design it right so. So yeah, so Smiley's like, uh, we need your help to fix it. And Cisco's like, it's going to take two weeks. Uh, we have four days. <clears throat> so there's a lot of... One thing I... Okay, I will say, the one thing I do find amusing about this episode is that we have everyone's like reactions to the last time they saw Benjamin. Yeah. So like, we Julian... We Yeah, like, <laughs> Julian smacks... Punches him. And Dax threatens him with a knife. Although I feel like I mean, she's rightfully that's she's right. Well earned. <laughs> yeah. Justified. I'm not trying to like get too deep into consent on this in this storyline because it's a mirror universe and it is not supposed to be taken seriously. Um but basically he lied about who he was and fucked her. Um and that's not cool. So, yeah, he was like, don't touch me. She was like, do not touch me ever again or I will kill you with this fucking knife. And it was like, it it awoken something in me. (laughs) I was like, yes, kill him. 
<clears throat> Finish him. <laughs> In general, Jake seems very naive about the mirror universe and doesn't seem to have any concept that, like, they could be in danger more than they can in the Prime universe. But I also feel like Cisco never expected Jake to ever be there, so it doesn't. It's not surprising that he has not like gone into detail about it. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah. I don't know. They tried to make us feel more feelings because Jennifer is also dealing with a lot because her husband is dead. Um, you know, her Benjamin's dead, and Jake is a son she'll never have. So they. They try to get us on both sides where, like, Jake is meeting this, you know, this mother, this person that looks like his mother but is not the same version of his mother. But Jake's also, like, meeting this family that isn't hers that looks like could have been her family. And so it's just a lot for everyone. But I, like, couldn't even bring myself to care that much. Yeah. It's just, like... This is one of those, like, episodes, and, like, sorry to the listeners if you, like, love this episode and I'm just, like, about it, but, like, watching it to record this felt like work. Yeah, I watched it a a few weeks ago because, to be perfectly honest, we had a couple uh, things come up recently where we had to postpone, and I watched it again this morning, and I, it felt like work for me as well. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. 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 So eventually... Sorry, hold on. Sorry, I had a clear... I know this, I know this pain. Why do you lock yourself up in these chains? I couldn't even get to the hold on. That was too quick. You need to go away for longer. Sorry. Sorry that my throat wasn't killing me too much. (laughs) Don't ever let anyone walk over... Yeah. Open your heart and your oh, minds. Are we doing it? Are we going to get there? Whoa. Someday, Someday somebody's, somebody's going to make you want to turn, turn around, around and say goodbye. Say goodbye. Till then, baby. Are you going to let them make you cry? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? It's a change. Things will go your way. If you hold on for one more day. Things um, go I just away. want to alert Hold everyone. On for one more day. <clears throat> I just want to alert to everyone that I'm drinking a blood orange Pellegrino with gin right now, and I'm pretending oh. that the straw is a microphone. <laughs> I'm drinking Which is funny since with cream nice. in an Enterprise mug. Nice. Um, which is funny because I'm actually singing into a real microphone, so I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> we do get a couple of uh, fun scenes where Kira is locked up and they're like torturing her, but then Cisco is like. Come on, you're better than this fake Julian. And then I guess they decide to stop torturing her. And she's tr- he's trying to get information out of her, which is so funny because he, at the beginning he was like, ugh, about this whole thing. And now he's just like flat out helping them. <clears throat> 
And I think she is making this assumption that Cisco won't fuck her because of Jennifer. And I'm like, it's probably just because you're evil and also because of Cassidy. So, like, you don't know everything <laughs> intending Kira. But he does get information out of her that they can, like, their targeting systems can be fooled or something. I don't know. There is a weakness. Blah, blah, blah. Jennifer admits to Jake. All- we see off screen Jennifer's like told jake you know what's really going on and jake is a sweetheart and is just like okay but i'm still happy to have met you i will say that there's that one scene where where intendant kira is like bored out of her mind like being locked up and that was me that was me watching this episode I do appreciate, I will say I do appreciate Nog and Aaron in this episode. I said that earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. He helps Kira escape because by her having killed Quark and Rom, he's now the owner of the bar. Um, And she kills him anyway, which means all of our Ferengi friends have gotten killed in all of these cross, in all of these mirror episodes. Yeah. We also get a space battle. The Defiant yeah. looked so tiny next to that bird of prey. Was it a bird of prey or was it uh, the oh. Nagvar cruiser? Oh, I don't know. I thought it... I, it uh, I'm going to be honest. I just saw that it was greenish and made an assumption. <laughs> yeah, most most Klingon ships this era are like greenish. Yeah. No, I I think it was the, the same kind of ship, the like Klingon flagship that we saw in the Way uh, of the Warrior earlier, just kidding, earlier this season. Just kidding, everyone, man. Yeah, I think well, it's the Ikea snake. Regardless, Negmar, the Defiant looks very want... tiny compared to yeah, whatever ship. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, that type of ship we first saw in All Good Things in the future episodes, they created mm. it for that and then yes. brought it into... Which yeah. I, I... Since we have met last, I believe it's been since then that I have finished my TNG rewatch, speaking of All Good Things. So... That... Is exciting. Personal news. I love to see it. I will say that I have been missing having like a backup like Star Trek show that I'm just watching without having to take notes at. Yeah. So I'm debating what to what to do next. I may rewatch TAS. Do it. I don't think that this episode is overly saying anything important. It's just supposed to be fun. Um, obviously it's a bit dark, but I don't really have much else to say about the episode proper. Yeah, I don't... I thought that... I I did think that the alliance was very, um, too incompetent, maybe? Yeah, it's like bumbling, right? Yeah, it was like buffoonish, like... Yeah. The only good part about that was, was, um, Worf's hair. And Garrick's... I'm particular yeah. about what I eat line. Yeah, and like again, it's it's fun to see Dorn play like a, a different side of Wars, like because mm-hmm. we never really see like an intentional bumbling like comedic emperor with new clothes style Wharf. But like after forty five minutes of it or sixty with commercials, it's like yeah, whatever. <laughs> hmm. And even like before the space battle, when it's like. Smiley's like, oh, we'll have to, like, is basically trying to guilt Cisco into, like, taking command. It's like, right. 
why do you care, buddy? Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, you really don't have a dog in this fight, my man. Like, take your kid and go home. I guess he, but, well, they, I mean, to be fair, weren't they like holding his son until that he helped them? <clears throat> yeah, but they, but he helped them. He got it, he got it sorted, but like he didn't have oh, to Oh, then take he continued. The okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He like sat in the fucking captain's chair on the defiance. <laughs> Uh, and he was like barking orders and smiling. He's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that actually, that bit was kind of funny. Where, yeah. like, he's used to his like do this and that, and Smiley's like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thankfully, we have even more of these episodes to look forward to. Oh, how many more are there? Maybe we'll skip I, them. <laughs> I don't know. We have integrity in podcasting. Well, we will cover them all. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> maybe we should just do one episode with like all the rest of the mirror episodes. <laughs> yeah, but then we have to watch all of them in the same week. Do you really want to do true. that? <laughs> no, I don't. We will just continue as normal. And occasionally you'll get episodes where we're like, meh, sorry. Or there's as, there's more singing than there is discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the Altair Water Thirst Quencher. Altair Water in the context of Star Trek, first being mentioned by Dr. McCoy in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Also possibly a reference to Alta from Altair 4 in the major motion picture from MGM, <laughs> Forbidden Planet. Elise, who are you thirsting for this week? Um, I've definitely alluded to this already, but Dax's entire vibe, her short hair, she will kill you if you fuck with her, and she will use that knife to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what, I could, I don't really have a, I agree with you, um, I don't really have a, a thirst candidate for this episode, because I was on my phone half the time when I was watching it. <laughs> We love honesty, don't we, folks? <laughs> yeah. Although I do have a nominee for the most Star Trek thing, but we'll start with you, Elise. What's your nominee for most Star Trek thing of the episode? We learn at the beginning of this episode that Odo wasn't chasing Jake away from the promenade in the early days. He was just chasing Nog. So classic Odo racially profiling the Ferengi just feels very on point. Totally. And in a similar note, my most Star Trek thing, or I guess mo- my most Deep Space Nine thing, you could say, yes. is we had a for we continued the tradition of a Ferengi getting killed in a Mirror Universe episode. Yeah. What are they gonna do next? Are they gonna have like a zombie cork? I hope so. Mirror and then kill brunt. Them too. <laughs> and then like the Grand Nagus or or Moogie. Moogie. Maybe we'll get like a Grand Nagus Moogie like murder suicide or something. Well, that's dark. On that <laughs> note, Elise, where can folks find more of you on the internet? You can find me on Blue Sky Letterbox and Storygraph at Chicken Tendi. That's T N D I. You can find my other podcast, F- Fangbangers Pod, on Blue Sky and Instagram at Fangbangers Pod. That's Bangers with a Z, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you're in Canada or anywhere in the United Kingdom or possibly Australia, I don't remember, that's Fangbangers with a Z. <laughs> so actually, when Lazi signs off that podcast, he always says that. I mean, he says with a Z, <laughs> and I always say with a Z. 
You can catch me on Twitter and Letterboxd and Blue Sky at Mattyhugh, M-A-T-T-Y-H-U-G-H. You can catch us together on Blue Sky and Instagram at PodRace. And you can email us at podrace at gmail.com. Were you yawning at the end of that? <laughs> no, it was like... I was like, sorry, our email address is so boring to you. You can email us at, at podrates at gmail.com. No, it's like the, like, you know how sometimes when you have too much coffee and you need to eat more and you get a little nauseous? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll finish this before you throw up on your microphone. Yeah. yeah I appreciate please remember, it. Please remember to rate and review us on the podcatching system of your choice. Thank you again to our editor, Melissa. Um, please keep those songs in. And DJ Empirical for our interstellar <laughs> theme song. Until next time, computer and program. Bye.